This is Hoy 43, Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Justin Williams. Plus, comedian Radistin Zaharyev, no relation, comes by to air some grievances. All this, and comedy talk? Yes. And podcast? Sure. On Bleak and Review! Hey. Yay! Thank you for cheering, Wolfgang. Uh, no, I was just breathing out, sorry. Is that how you breathe now? Yes. Wait, let me, let me listen for a second. Oh no, he stopped for a second. Is that enough? That's enough, yeah. You, okay. I feel like you just got winded from actually producing wind. Well, I was trying to like have some tempo. Tempo, yeah. You're trying to keep it 4 4. Yeah. Uh, Wolfgang, what's going on with you? Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, things are great. You know, I got a, a window. You do, yeah. We Last week we had a, a bee fly in through that window. Sorry about that. Oh, I guess I left it open. Yeah, it's okay. It gets stuffy. In Wait, here. no. My, I don't, the window's not connected to anything. I just have a, I have a window. <laughs> but you did leave it open. Oh, I guess so. If it's not connected, it's always open. I never thought about that. He's been carrying around a window. Well, you know, it really spruces up the room. All right. Well, that is true. I agree with you on that. Matt, do you agree? Yeah, I'm a big fan of windows. That's me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, Wolfgang can go uh, go away now. Okay. Uh, always good to check in with sure, you. Sure, bye. <laughs> Matt, hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, how are you? Uh, it's always You always can tell when we're doing episodes back-to-back when we bring Wolfgang out. <laughs> what? Oh, I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. See, we got to get him in to, to help help facilitate the intro. Yes. Well, he does the beginning of the thing. He does. And then he usually breathes, and then he leaves. Yeah. But this time... Did a little bit more. Well, thanks, Kevin. You really covered it. <laughs> I did. Uh, what's going on with you, buddy? Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, remember how we just talked to each other a bunch? Uh-huh. Tell me more. Oh, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy uh, 25, 30 minutes, man. <laughs> I, I went across the street. I got some beer. I got a couple Slim Jims and a, a peanut butter Snickers. And Are oof. you going to snap into those Slim Jims? It's too late. I already did. Ah, uh, snapped. Uh, yeah, praise be to Macho. <laughs> Father, son, Macho man. The follow sudden, the holy yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. I have a story. All right. Well, Not from well, the last 25 well, minutes. I just sat on the couch for the last little bit. That wasn't that interesting. I mean, that's great. Should we just bring Justin in now, or are you going to tell, you, oh, tell your story? <laughs> no, I just wanted to tell you that I had a story. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That I'm journaling currently. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Keep it up. You should this do a, that. Get the thoughts out. It really helps free the mind. This is a story about a uh, recent comedy show, a, a comedy show I was at recently. Oh, okay. And a performer. And you know how um, when you're on a show, well, I wasn't on I the don't. show. You know how when you're on a show? I couldn't tell you. You have fond memories. Well, maybe. <laughs> By the time this episode drops, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know what? You go there and you don't really know the lineup and you're just like, I'm here to do my thing. And you, you meet the other comics and you sometimes can't tell who's performing on the show and who's not. You know? Right. Sure. Uh, there's a lady at a show that uh, Vanessa did recently. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, already pretty great stuff. Yeah. But she was a lot. Uh-huh. Very, very, like, immediately, like, too much energy, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, I was like, okay, I can't. Maybe she's a comic. Maybe she's just really into comedy. Maybe she's on drugs. Maybe mm-hmm. it's all three. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, and she's, uh, it turns out she was a comic, and she was performing, and, and she did She did okay. Was she on drugs? Uh, probably. Okay, cool. I would guess. Uh, she was okay. Most of her jokes are about how she's a ginger and that she got made fun of in school for being a ginger. But then after uh, her set, I went to go get a drink at the bar, which is a separate room. And I heard her talking to loudly, uh, mm-hmm. bleeding into the room, loudly talking to everybody at the bar about how she's like, I did okay up there, but uh, there's just too many white people. Uh, oh. There needs to be more blacks and Mexicans for my because like they relate to the ginger stuff because like we're all kind of having the same struggle. Minorities, yeah. Mm-hmm. She but she was like being she wasn't doing a bit like she was being earnest about it. Yeah, that's it. weird. And I didn't want to yell at her because I didn't know her, but I was just like that doesn't seem. 
like the same struggle. Like you're still white. Yes. <laughs> and you can't blame that. Like why your set didn't go well. Your set didn't go well because you didn't really tell jokes. You kind of yelled at people. Yeah. One of the key tenets of white privilege is misunderstanding white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I was like, you know how uh, there's been institutional anti-ginger policies in this country. Oh yeah, we so lock them up at a way higher rates. Cops keep shooting gingers. Oh, uh, yeah, it just seemed like a – and she's like – I always love it when it's someone who's like a lot older than me. Or not a lot, but just like older than me and I'm just like sitting there like, do I have to be the one – like I'm a, I'm a white guy. I don't want to be the one that has to call you on your shit. But it was weird. It was a weird experience. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean I, in those situations, it's like um, am I helping things by making this a big deal? Yes. Um, or will that cause problems? Yeah. Or – uh, who who am I? Who, who is this for? Yeah, who, like, who am I making this a deal for? Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change her. Right. She's just gonna get mad at me. Right. And probably some of the uh, the people she was holding court over at this bar, uh, all her new friends. That's, uh, that's one of those. It's like how do you how do you get someone to see uh, the the other side? Whether it's you know you could say the quote right side, but yeah. you know how do you get them to see the other side without uh, alienating them to the point yeah. where they just form build a wall around themselves? And it's tough when their views are like, I think minorities are less than. Yeah, and you're like, I, how am I going to bring you to the middle? <laughs> Let's see if we can find some common ground here. Yeah. So you hate something. I hate. I hate stubbing my toe. Oh, you man. hate. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 bridge the gap here. Yeah, that's tricky. That's definitely tricky. And. Uh, I feel like there are certain people like there's the the minority on that side is that the people that would actually be even because I feel like all the arguing is done online anyway and that's the easiest way to never try to actually have a constructive argument it's just ah fuck you block like and <laughs> it's over right so there's no and you're not well, we, well, we're out of practice arguing online is quite uh it's the worst place to argue yeah because uh, uh, talking to anybody online. In a in a forum where it's not one to one is like walking down the street and having a conversation with someone, but after each sentence, every other person on the street throws in their opinion, <laughs> and then they get angry when you're not addressing them, even though you weren't actually initially addressing. It's them. like two people walking down the street talking about politics, and uh, one guy just yells out, "I think that girl's ugly." <laughs> you're like, okay, well, I don't have time and to yeah. address. Yeah, yeah, that is it. it really, uh, the noise. There's too much noise around it. That's yeah, I mean, it's really a shocker that Twitter hasn't helped us. Uh, be better at discussing things with each other, and 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 hasn't helped nuance. Yeah, it's but, it's it's really weird how that worked. It's great for uh, posting screenshots of uh, of people's dating profiles to make fun of them, though. It's yes. a great thing that Twitter's for. Yes, it, it's really Twitter's great for posting screenshots of things in your life that you need other people to uh, validate or harass. I for. do I do love that. That's like a new brand of like content like it's like a new meme is like the shitty okay cupid message or the shitty tinder message or right. just profile sometimes it's not even the message like, right look what this asshole did sometimes they need to be called out because sometimes they are really fucking weird and messed up right sometimes you need to be called out for other people to realize that's not okay yeah like the, hey i'm a woman telling you that guys who say shit like this creep me the fuck out and here's 80 people who agree with me right <laughs> yeah uh, but then sometimes it's like, oh, look at this like loser or like, pathetic guy or whatever, right. and, or girl or whatever it is. And that's the stuff I don't care for as much. It's uh, A lot of it sucks. There's, you know, uh, I don't like talking to that many people. <laughs> and everybody's on the internet. So. True. You do, uh, you do keep, uh, you keep a nice arm's distance from all that. I really, really need to. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so that's my story. I got dehydrated this uh, last couple weeks. <laughs> that's another story cool. I can tell. 
Uh, have you ever been like legit dehydrated though? To, Probably. Like, your body starts like reacting to it. Sure. It was after Killer Mike. Uh-huh. Uh, I was drinking the usual amount, but I wasn't uh-huh. drinking. Wa- I usually drink water in between like every drink mm-hmm. to save that off. And I missed a couple, maybe all of them. Uh-huh. I don't know. I didn't okay. drink a lot of uh-huh. water. Is the and I I woke up and I was uh, shivering like I had a fever. Oh, so you didn't drink anything before you went to bed. I didn't drink any water before I went. I didn't drink any water. I drank stuff, but I didn't drink any water right, before I went to bed. Yeah, I must have missed the whole missed the boat on that one. You didn't drink any probiotics? No, you no. You didn't drink any I drank either. antibiotics. Yeah, okay. You didn't drink uh, any any semen yet left over to really recharge yourself? <laughs> See, that's usually my backup plan, but I mm-hmm. forgot that too. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. I don't any know. Squirt, any squirt juice? It was a weird it was a weird something was in retrograde. Uh-huh. Squirt juice? Yeah. It's just going through all the fluids. Squirt juice. Oh, Quim. Uh, oh, is that what it is? I chugged some Quim, uh, yeah, but that, that actually dehydrates you more, I found out. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I woke up, so I was, like, shivering, and I felt, like, terrible. And so Vanessa uh, was like, oh, you might be dehydrated. I was like, that makes uh, sense. So regular, I went, regular Dr. Quim. Yeah. She, <laughs> Dr. Quim good. Mm. Uh, she, she had, so I went and I drank, chugged three glasses of water real quick. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that happens with dehydration is once you flood your body with water, you vomit immediately. Mm-hmm. So that happened. And uh, I never felt closer to uh, that guy who cut his arm off in the, you know, when he was trapped. James Franco? Well, the, the guy that he, I don't want, I don't want to bring up Franco because he's a bad man. But uh, the guy he was portraying in that yes. film. Uh, have you seen that movie? Yeah, well, no, I've seen The Fugitive, though. Similar. Yeah, the guy has one arm. Oh, yeah, the one-armed man. Yeah. That was his origin story. Yes. No, actually, no, that was his second That was the follow-up story. He's really not that good of a guy. Oh, the follow-up was that... Was that uh, he killed uh, um, uh, Harrison Ford's wife. And it was confusing for everybody to know that that was an emotional sequel to 127 Hours, because they didn't yes. call it 128 Hours. Right. <laughs> I watched... I remember when I first saw that movie, I had mono, and my throat was all fucked up, but I couldn't drink water either, because it hurt, so I really uh, felt it. <laughs> You ever you ever have a you ever have a disease line up with a film you're watching? Uh, uh-huh. Yo, you, you haven't watched The Wizard of Oz, so you watch The Wizard of Oz when you have cholera. Yeah, yeah, when you're hallucinating <laughs> because you have uh, dehydration. Yeah, no, it was like that time I was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles while I was also being poisoned by uh, loose nuclear material I had in the house. Oh yeah, you were just kind of laying in a bunch of green stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that sounds like you. Yeah, I had to fight off a rat. Turns out I was Shredder <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I, then I killed a bunch of turtles with a hammer. That made me Mario. So you see, it all came out. <laughs> you were gen- you were across cross genres. Yeah, cross I, genres. many platforms, <laughs> multi platform experience, uh-huh. multi platform artist. <laughs> MPAs, baby. Uh, so yeah, that's stuff. I don't know. You got anything else? <laughs> that's stuff. Yeah, Kevin, you nailed it. That uh, we came here to talk about stuff, and we and did it. Wow, uh, it's gonna be a fun episode, though. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We've got a returning friend of the show, Justin uh-huh. Williams, who by might even be gone by the time uh, he better be. He, <laughs> by the time this episode drops, we'll be uh, traveling across the country to go live in Atlanta, Georgia. So yeah. we'll get him on a one last hurrah on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to him about stuff because we didn't talk about enough stuff in the intro. And then uh, other comedian, Radisson Zaharia, mm-hmm. not the Bulgarian news correspondent. No, we've had him on a bunch. Yes, but uh, we haven't had Rad. I feel like we've had him on about the same amount of times. Maybe. And uh, he's got. He said he had to air some grievances. That's why we're here. Maybe spit some bars. We're here to help. You know, help whoever we can, <laughs> and even if, if it's just ourselves. Even if it's just ourselves and none of our guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say we go to a quick break. Okay. Uh, we'll go to a break and we'll come back with bleak interview with uh, the Atlanta-bound Justin Williams. <laughs> mm-hmm. After this. Wednesday, love is on the air when Hollywood's hottest bear it all to Barbara. I don't like dating. 
I don't know what to do. With Michael Douglas, Whoopi Goldberg, and Billy Crystal. I just, I wore her down. <laughs> I wore her down. Goldie Hawn, Eddie Murphy, and Roseanne Arnold. So we think we're getting possessed by Satan, so that's why we got married. Lionel Richie, Betty White, the revealing Richard Pryor. No, I don't have no blank blank things. Sophia Loren, Jeremy Irons, and the Ninja Turtles. Call the bunga. Mel Gibson, Whoopi Goldberg, Jerry Seinfeld, Bette Midler, and more share their secrets to love. I wore it down. <laughs> I wore it down. The Barbara Special, What Is This Thing Called Love? Wednesday. So yeah. it's just like go fucking do something. I don't care what you do. <laughs> you just go run around, go run around the block for a little bit. That is true. Yeah, it's the it's the curse of working from home. Uh, uh, but it is pretty great to to do most of your stuff with no pants on. Yeah, I like I'm trying that. to make sure my mouth isn't doing too many of the. Oh yeah, we get that gross ASMR stuff going on. Yum yum yum. Well, that people definitely jerk off to that, right? Oh I think yeah, so. yeah they got people it. jerk off to fucking everything. <laughs> I mean, someone tried to tell me it's not porn, and then I googled it, and it's just a bunch of like young teenage girls whispering sweet things, and I'm like, someone has oh, yeah. to be. Well, it's like it. those uh, that music. You see those ads for like music.ly or whatever it is. Yeah, I yeah, kind of yeah. know yeah. what that. Yeah, and uh, apparently someone on YouTube just like they they like they're like, okay, I don't I don't know what this is, but I'm going to look into it. And it's like it's the site where all the high school kids go to post like half nude photos and be like do like webcam stuff where they're not nude but they can all like jack off to each other. All the kids are just jacking off to each other online. Fucking, yeah. what does the music have to do? Yeah, with I was it? gonna say it's this... it's just a site. You know, maybe there's I don't I don't know. I didn't watch the whole video because all the comments to it were like I I feel like a a perv now that I watch. I feel like a pedo now that I watch. Yeah, this. yeah. It's like live Jasmine's like teen division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like usually whenever someone's like, oh, I found this really weird site. My first thought is I'm yeah, gonna check that out. Yeah, seventeen.com. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I want to end up on a list yeah. right before I leave. Uh, I do like that idea though that it's like. Uh, the guise of it is like, oh, it's a music sharing. Like everyone's gonna go post their yeah. music. It's like, no, we're all just jacking off to each yeah. other. No, mom, I'm on music.ly. Okay, <laughs> that, I don't know why your penis is out. Exactly, be why. Yeah, it's like, probably, everyone's yeah. already got Spotify or Apple Music. My yeah. parents aren't gonna try to find a new yeah. way to listen to new music. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh no, you wouldn't understand. These are all millennial bands. You would like the Beatles aren't even on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just that kind of music where it's just like. Oh, yeah. It's uh, drum and fap. It's just That's drum and fap. For both music and teenage girls, when you get a little older, you're just like, oh, this is just shit. <laughs> yeah, I, why I, did I ever like this? Why, why was I into this? Is, I, I went on a date with, uh, I'm 32, okay. and I went on Uh-oh. a date with a 21-year-old. Oh, okay. And, yeah, it was fun. We had a good time, but you, and I don't know if this is just her, or this is all 21-year-olds, but we reached a point where it's like, there was nothing else to talk about. Because yeah. you know, you, sometimes when you when you're with someone who's like in the mid twenties, late twenties, they have a a, con, a concept uh, conception of who they are, and they're able to articulate it, and they understand why they like things and why they don't like things, and what they. And I've I've just found like with with someone uh, that young, there there's still so much new world to them yeah. that they haven't quite 
they don't have as much yeah, to talk about. At least about. at like 20, like I think I always think like 25 is around the time where you start like, okay, I need to figure this out. Yes. Yeah. Like I need exactly. to, cause when I, when I was in my early twenties, I lost so many internships and so many friends just cause like <laughs> I was like, no, I know who I am. Yeah, exactly. I was also a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was the worst. But when yeah. you hit like 25 and you yeah. look at the mistakes of the past five years, you're like. Okay, so you start trying to you learn You start stuff. settling into who you're actually going to be for the rest of it because, yeah. like, you think you have this idea of who you want to be. And for me, it was like, I'm a, like, especially in, like, high school. You're an edge lord. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be the edge. You're edging right now. I'm, I, I, I haven't come yet. That is Put true. that away. <laughs> this isn't music that I like. I mean, you guys were talking about musically. I was excited. I was pulling it up here on uh, the old iPad. I fucking knew it. Ah. You shouldn't joke about that. You look too much like a guy that would have ended up on To Catch a Predator. Oh, <laughs> man. That's still a relevant that reference is, that's for me. A, that's a great, that that is a great line, Justin. You've, you know what? Easily, uh, Bleak Review guest Justin Williams. You know what? Uh, <laughs> that's how we come back from cold open. Uh, you're leaving soon, so I'll let you have that one. <laughs> I have so many more for you. Oh, let's hear. I've used a lot of them. Let's hear. Um, do you look like a methed out iguana? Okay. Ooh, that's good. I like that's, that. That's that's interesting. Right. Interesting choice. It's the scales. Right. You look like a muppet that's supposed to warn children the dangers of boy prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any for Matt, or is this all me? <laughs> so good. Right, hang on. Let me think of what for Matt. Sure. Boy. Prostitution sounds yeah. terrible. Yep, I just want. To, I, I guess I've read it. I, fuck it. I just want to blow him. Really, <laughs> he's got amazing hair, a good beard. He's beow, a handsome beow, beow, fellow. Beow. Guy to blow. You got fucking. Yeah. Burned, that's that's my, my flapper's bio. Is guy to blow. <laughs> Comedians to blow in 2018. <laughs> like, hey, uh, hey, Matt. You know, you look like a guy whose dick I really want to suck. Hey, that's great. <laughs> you look like an extra from a Steven Seagal film. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'll take it. Uh, going circling back real quick, I dated a, a 19-year-old when I was 21. Tight, and, dude. Which is my closest thing to that. I've never dated one like that much younger than me. But I remember, I remember uh, that the fact that she couldn't legally drink made oh, me yeah, feel like a... such a weirdo. <laughs> like even though it's only two years, and now is what my relationship is basically because Vanessa's 26. Right. Like, but, I, but it's, I just remember that being like, oh. Of course, there's like all these specific dividing lines of yeah. like where this does like, oh, once you've gotten all the legal drinking out of your system, which is like 25 yeah. for some people, uh, myself included, then you're like, oh, okay, now I can be a person. <laughs> Not to turn this into that scene from Jaws, but I got that beat. Uh, <laughs> when I was 28, I dated an 18 year old for a little while. You don't have to show me your pelvic scars. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer was that like I'd actually met her a few years, like a year or two prior, and, uh, and we never, uh, yeah, on musically. <laughs> and uh, she was in college and was really smart and articulate and very mm -hmm. mature. Mm -hmm. And then, so I just assumed she was in her mid 20s. Mm -hmm. And then one day I lean in to kiss her and she's like, I feel like I need to tell you this straight up. I'm 17. My birthday's in two weeks. Oh, no. For legal reasons, what I did was say, okay. <laughs> Wait, how old were you again? 28. So it's a 10 year difference. Yeah, and, yeah. but it was just like, it was just a weird, unique experience because like she was smart, well read, educated. It was just weird. She was also fucking what? 18, so there was, right. like, I had to deal with bullshit teenage girl stuff. Mm, and yeah. We were That's really, really great friends. Was and we... Samantha being a bitch, though? <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we were, we were really great friends, and then we realized we weren't really great as a couple, yeah. so we just kind of, you know, went our separate ways and yeah, things sort of ended. Now she's my intern. <laughs> yeah. And the unfortunate problem with, like, I, like, I was full-blown alcoholic at that time, mm. like, the whole we can't go somewhere because you need an ID was never a problem. Yeah. 
It was actually good for you. <laughs> yeah, You're I'll, like, oh, I can't drink. I'll forge you an idea. It's that, fine. I will say that, like, so I've been dating someone who is full-blown sober for a couple years now, and she was sober before her and I met, and um, as you guys well know, I am not that. No. And uh, But I did notice that, like, a huge difference was, like, every relationship I've been in with someone, especially, like, with my drinking history, it was just a lot of, like, sitting around fucking drinking and watching movies, and that's great. Real Charles like every, Bukowski every, experience. Yeah, I've clear, I'm that asshole who found Bukowski and liquor at the same time. <laughs> and I, I have so many problems and stories with that. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I started dating someone who was, like, sober, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, we're going to concerts. We're yeah. going hiking. Like, we're mm-hmm. going on day trips. Like, it's so much better. Like, Yeah, I, I get that to an extent, too, even though uh, Vanessa and I, like, she doesn't really drink, but I don't really smoke weed, so we kind of cancel each other out on that. <laughs> like, it's... it's yeah, <laughs> I almost gets, ruined one of your mics. <laughs> She likes to get she likes to get high and I like to drink stuff but like we we do because it's like I'm not going to get stoned with her and she doesn't necessarily want to go hang out at a bar with me so it's like we find all these different things to do like like arcade like mini golfing like all these like twee yeah. ass fucking like sober twee people ass? twee ass what the fuck is that twee hyphen ass yeah like, I understand twee? the the spelling Wes Anderson twee really like tweed jacket you don't know about this like it's, tweed it's, jacket? It, that sounds like completely different. No, no, no it's, 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 it's this is tweed jacket realm. concept. Come it, on, it's so, oh, oh, so it's like Wes Anderson safe stuff. It's it's like it's like pretentious. oh, pretend, Bell and oh, Sebastian. Okay. you know, like oh, I've got a I've got an old hat that people don't wear anymore. And, like he know. clearly had a history where there was just something between him as English professor and the school doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it. It was all settled out of court. <laughs> exactly, kind of exactly. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, Royal Tannenbaum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Royal Rushmore. Royal Rushmores. Uh, but yeah, so that is that is what it is <laughs> cool. great, great, great. Good, good button <laughs> you are a pro thank you uh justin you're uh thank you for being here by the way thank you for having uh, me uh, yeah. it's great to have you back on the prog uh that's what we call <laughs> justin, it now i don't uh, again you're gonna have to explain a lot of I'm changes kidding, I'm kidding. this is progcasting okay it's uh and there's gonna be postcasting and you know. uh but you're moving uh within a couple days of this recording right like the yeah. beginning of august uh, well, uh, July 31st. July 31st, so two days ago when this drops, probably. Who cares? It's coming out, yes. August 3rd, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, you're going to Atlanta. You've yeah, been in L.A. for how long? Uh, eight, years eight years this past week, I think. And uh, what is the uh, what is the impetus for the move? So my lady grew up in Atlanta, and she hasn't lived there in over a decade. She's traveled around. She's been a journalist. She's lived in a billion different cities, and she kind of wanted to move back home and... You know, like I said, I've been here for eight years. I've met yeah. all you guys. I didn't move out to L.A. to become a comedian. Yeah. He met all of us, he's and like, he's done. It. I got it. I met yeah. them all. Oh, <laughs> well, look like, at all these guys yeah. with beards. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to leave. It was like I didn't move out here to do comedy. I started doing comedy here, and I feel like I spent all my 20s here, and I was a little hesitant. And I wanted to really get my career going here before I moved anywhere else. And yeah. I, was, I was talking to my mom, and I was like, I really just like want to give this like a real shot before I go. And she said, you've been doing that for eight years. Mm. Yeah. And it and then the next morning, I was driving Uber, and and it's <laughs> yeah. like one of my yeah. one of my like hundred jobs that I've had, to, and I've never made ends meet really. Yeah. Like I've never lived like a comfortable life here, and Gig it just culture. it just hit me. And I called her, and I was like, "Let's just do it. Let's make the move." And you guys had visited Atlanta too, like a couple yeah, times before I this. Went, so you liked the city. And I passed through a bunch before, but then when I was with her, we like we would go there for the holidays, and then last New Year's, I did a show there. 
and instantly fell in love with the comedy community there. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I've heard it's very good. And it, it's like people come to shows all the time. Like, And uh, I, I was being super arrogant. I was like, I've you know, been doing stand-up in L.A. for six years. Yeah, it's the yeah. hardest city to start. Get ready for me, I, everybody. Yeah, I don't need to prepare anything. And then I went to a show the night before just to like warm up or something. And the first guy goes on stage, and I thought, fuck, I really need to make an effort. <laughs> yeah. Because what like, people don't really think is like, Atlanta has a bajillion and one shows. It has a bajillion and one. Everything's going on. It's a really fun city. But also those dudes do the road through the South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever met any comedians out here like Rivers Langley, like mm-hmm. comics from Alabama. Friend of the show. Those fuckers cut their teeth hard. Mm-hmm. And so they, yeah. they are really good. So it's it's And it's harder yeah. to do like a road like run in California too. Like if you're living in LA, yeah. you can yeah. get road gigs, but it's not there's not like except for there's like I think one up to Reno or something where you do a bunch of shows. But still, I mean way. that's a hike. I mean how many cities can you hit exactly in six hours yeah. down south? Like yeah. most road gigs I've done here are one nighters mm-hmm. and it's like four hours driving, do your 10 minutes, four hours driving back. And out there, like, everything is so clumped together. Like, if I want to go home and visit my family up in Massachusetts, I can hit, like, 30 clubs on the way. Yeah. You do old Mike Birbiglia and sleepwalk with me and just have that insane GPS math that he has going around yeah. doing, like, gigs for chicken wings all over the eastern seaboard. Yeah. I saw that movie and was like, this is going to be my life. Yeah. I was it, so happy. That's one of the main reasons I had when always When pizza on the bed, I was like, yeah, yeah let's this do is that. That's, what I wanted. That's how I want to live. <laughs> when, ever since I was really, really little, I'd wanted to try stand-up, and I'd always been a huge fan, but something about it that always really appealed to me was that thing of traveling to towns no one's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Or that you would never go to otherwise. Like, like yeah. you would totally have missed this whole thing if you weren't there for a show. Yeah. And I'm sure it's, like, going to be horrible and a nightmare and I'll get sick and tired of it. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I dig driving long distances. Yeah, Like, too. going to visit new places, finding new places to eat. 100%. I would never know that Delano, California exists if it wasn't for comedy. And I'm that's one I could have scratched off the right. I didn't need that one. That's the first time I've ever heard that word. Exactly. Except for adore Delano. But <laughs> Well, maybe you know it from its, uh, its city's uh, nickname, the City of Crows. <laughs> really good sign. Always a good sign. Yeah, that's Crows, actually there. the birds that hold grudges. <laughs> is there also a giant ice wall and shit there? Like... <laughs> yeah. Oh well, there there are uh, there are definitely uh, some half giants, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, ever since Manchrader uh, <laughs> passed away, he's got wild. Uh, Game of Thrones, everybody. I think I said his name wrong. Doesn't you, matter. You said all of that wrong. All yes, of every. I, I've been sitting here trying not <laughs> you said to. Ice wall. I I want to. Wildlings. I want to like borrow your glasses just so I can push them up and go. Well, actually. <laughs> well, I was talking about the wildlings on the other side of the wall. Yeah, but they're not called half giants. They're, they're just giants. Big. Okay, they're giants. Ugh. They're the size. You think of, of you think of Hagrid? Yeah, I was thinking of Hagrid. Well, there was a. I watched the crossover. I watched the <laughs> no, that's po- a porno, Kevin. Oh, that's right. Uh, the one where uh, there where was it. just a homeless guy looking into his window. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. <laughs> Here's my wand. <laughs> Take my wand, please. Uh, so yeah, uh, so you eight years in L.A. making the move to Atlanta. Uh, what would you say in those eight years? What's your high point and low point in living in L.A.? Like not just necessarily comedy wise, just like in general. That's from random questions. No, no, that's not. That's just a, that's a Kevin. I got a random question. That's a, that's a Kevin. That's a random Kevin. Well, we had the one I pulled up was what website do you visit the most? And we already talked about music. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not... yeah. I mean, that's gonna be my <laughs> one. But uh, uh, yeah. So what are your highs and lows, Jesse? Uh, I would say for oh, best moment. They're both pretty hard because like <laughs> be- best moment. moments. Best moments are like there's like two or three that I'm thinking of that are competing, and then worst moments is like there's so many to choose <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah. I would yeah. say the the combining two were both shows that I did. Um, 
Alex Hooper's Crave. Which oh, was you a, did that. Which that I was, was I was a crazy. huge fan of that show, and I love Alex Hooper to death. He's one of the greatest people it's I've ever met. It's a comedy and a rave. Yeah, and he. That's the name. And this rave. was in the early days before they started doing the festival stuff. It was just bouncing from a legal club to a legal club. <laughs> yes. And he asked me to do it finally. He knew I'd always wanted to do it. Like, the text I got was, your time has come. Ah, <laughs> and I knew it's such an Alex Hooper way to just, like, say, hey, yeah. you want to do my show? <laughs> and it was me. Um, the Lucas Brothers were on there. Uh, Kate Quigley and uh, – oh, my God. Why am I blanking on his name all of a sudden? Tom, Ar- Reggie, Tom Arnold. Reggie Watts. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I knew That's Reggie Watts lineup. was going to be there. And then That's and amazing. then there's fucking me. Yeah. And uh, – I go up, and I really, really hate saying this, but I killed. Yeah! And the moment that, like, really just blew up in my chest was, um, Reggie West hadn't shown up yet, but the, the there's a stairwell down to the green room at this place called the, the Overpass. It's an after-hours bar. It's so much fun, but mm. dangerous. <laughs> and uh, I told a joke, and I just noticed out of the corner of my eye that there was, like, a piece of an afro behind <laughs> the wall. <laughs> and it was it bobbing up and down. And I just saw moving up and down. And on stage, if, like, you see a video of it, you can't tell anything, but right. inside I'm screaming like a little girl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other one would be... Uh, Brandy Posey, yeah. who's my fairy godmother. Uh, like great I can't comedian. believe how wonderful she is. Headlining and, Townies in September. Everybody. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Headlining my final show, too. Oh, that's is, right. Uh, which was a, last week. But, you know, thanks for at coming this point, out, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were great, uh, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's I, that you're not headlining your final just show. Just know that I did I did cry on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, I'm warning you that it's totally going to happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. She used to do a show called Creep Show. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And originally the idea of the show, if I remember correctly, was it was just women telling stories of when guys were creepy, but it it sort of turned into, like, a general stories about creepiness. And I pitched her an idea, and she said, we'll get you on in, like, three, four months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went on vacation with my family, and we were in Chicago, and I got a text saying, hey, can you do it in two weeks? Oh, shit. It's 11 minutes, and I ha- and I was telling a story about how I was, like, the friend-zoned kid, mm-hmm. and how that's actually, you're the monster in that yeah. situation. yeah, yeah. So I had to write 11 new minutes of brand new, very personal material. And when I got back to L.A., I had two days to run it. Oh, wow. At mics around the city that do like three to five minutes. Yeah, yeah. You had to run 11 minutes. An odd number in a <laughs> – It was – back yeah, then, I did madness. a lot of like lining up and doing four or five a night. Oh, yeah. You were uh, on the grind. Yeah. Before people started calling you that, and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> that <laughs> uh, sounds dirty. And then I uh, – I did the set, and I got my first applause break. Ooh. I actually got two. And Ooh. I— Your first w- and your second applause break. Yeah, which within the same <laughs> set. And so it was like I had very little time to prepare, and then I, I, I blew the room out, and I walked outside and immediately, like, almost threw up. Yeah. Because mm. I was just like, oh, my fucking God, I can't believe that. Yeah, that that's a weird thing, like— like you're so used to doing mediocre, or not mediocrely, and I'm not saying you specifically. You are specifically so used <laughs> to doing poorly. Hot calling kettle black. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on? Uh, no, like like if you get especially in LA shows, like you could do well, but it's never going to be like standing ovation well or applause break well. You especially know? So, when you've only been doing it for like a year and yeah, a half. Yeah, like and a year the and other people in. you're in the room with are like Guy Branham. Yeah, like 100%. And making him laugh is one of my favorite things in the world to do because it doesn't matter how, how dark the room is, you fucking know it. <laughs> Yeah. He has a a a sassy pirate's laugh. <laughs> what, but real quick about Guy Branham, when I my one of my favorite things is that when we first every new guy comic, like when Guy was still like around hitting mics and stuff, yeah, yeah. he would start hitting at him, and he hit on me all the time. Ah. 
And then uh, a few years go by, I'm at a show, and he's, oh, who's this over here? And points to me. And I was like, hi. And he goes, oh, I know you. And then starts sitting at his And I got hurt. <laughs> My feelings were hurt. He knew He knew, He knew. knew that you knew the game. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, no, I want to I I scare somebody, not bore somebody. <laughs> he, he's a giant, too. He's and also, big, he's, he's a, big a boy. hell of a dancer. Is he? Like, that guy can move. Light on his feet. Light it's on his feet. Real crazy. All right, so I'm trying to think of, like, for worst... There's got. I mean, yeah. Well, I was here for all of my twenties, and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, like, so five. That five year block was your worst. So yesterday you're... you were driving Uber. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here's a, here's a, here. Let me specific, uh, specify a little more for you. This may help because this was actually one of the random questions generated by the phone. What's the worst job you've ever had in L.A.? Hulu. <laughs> I didn't even need to think about that shit. <laughs> nice. I've had a hundred jobs. That was far and away really? the worst. Really, and yeah. I worked in the film industry for several years. Oh like, boy, was it the yeah. worst? Just because? Well, because I worked there too, so I know why it sucks. But for the listener, what was the worst stuff about it? Just getting well, yelled at all day? It well, it was um, when I had applied to do it. Every comic I knew was doing it, and yes. I and like Jen Scott was doing it, and I would come over to her apartment. And we would hang out while she was working because she got a call like maybe every 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, that was that was. The, uh, the golden age. I remember that. That was beautiful. Yeah, it wasn't anything. I it, watched most of The Sopranos at work on my computer in between calls. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to watch all of The Sopranos if I'm not taking calls. Yeah. And, and I it, did. Yeah, and it seems like a good setup. It was like 15 an hour, which at that time was a good pay. Not bad. And you worked from home, which sounded great at the time. <laughs> and they fired a thousand fucking people. Mm-hmm. And then when they hired my group, I told Vanessa and people who were in our group, and she's like, that. Like it was like eight people. Yeah, she's like, "That's ridiculous. You're only eight new people." Yeah, and I understood. We were getting, yeah, we were. We had hundreds of calls backed up there. Like you would look at the oh, here's how many people are waiting currently to talk to you, and it was like always in the triple digits. Jesus and like I worked like the nine a.m. to like four nine to six or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so it was always Primo. like people who are home. And so it was like <laughs> home worst, during the day. The worst people, people that were home. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> yeah, I can't say how many times I've heard the term that there. But, <laughs> but like, and it was just people for eight straight hours constantly screaming in your ear. You're mm-hmm. stuck in your apartment. I think working from home is great when you control your own schedule. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where yeah. I'm at right now. Like, that is this current job is that is for me. Like, it's much more on my time, not on their time. Because I had to get a Xanax prescription because of how much anxiety that yeah, job was I was <laughs> I was stress vomiting. I was like, I got ulcers. I mean, strangers are yelling at you in your own apartment. Yeah. And every room. 15 minutes, another stranger is yelling at you in your own oh, no, For me, like that time period, it was literally back to back to back to back. Yeah, like every, every, every couple of minutes, someone new would take out their day on you. <laughs> yeah. And you're just, you're at home. Like just like uh, God, I'm so, this like and yeah, like for me, I was in my room where I would sleep. Yeah. So like I just had no and separation. So that that anxiety then soaks into the walls. Yeah. Every time you walk into your room, you're just reminded about all of yeah. that. shit. I was going like my... full Jack Torrance, just staring out the window, the dead face. <laughs> I will. I will. I do want to say just like a. And also, it is the shittiest, most dishonest company I've ever worked for. And again, I worked in the film industry. Cha cha cha. They told us to lie openly to people when their products didn't work because yeah. the helmet's their fault. And it's like, no, it's yours because you didn't do it properly. And the worst part for me personally was, so the way they do it is you have like a probation period of a few months. Mm-hmm. Then they convert you to a full employee. And they told us like that your everything you do matters leading up to that. And they had a lot of really impossible like things you had to reach and impossible goals, goals for you. Yeah. And uh, average handle times, everybody. And then one day, wrap up everyone's problems in eight minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And then one day, uh, 
turns out they were firing everyone moving the company to San yeah. Antonio. Yeah. And they were doing it right before they were going to convert us. And the worst part was I went into the office to replace a part and I overheard them talking and they knew that they were moving to San Antonio when they hired me. So the yeah. whole thing about getting converted, getting health insurance was all a lie. Yeah, there was like, it was like a carrot at the end of a stick. Like, hey, come on, we'll give you this three-month probation period and then well, this building will be empty. <laughs> it was like if they told you there was a carrot at the end of the stick, yeah. but there was no carrot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was definitely the worst, worst job. Yeah, it's a tough one. I've worked a lot of customer service. That's like the resume I've built because comedy, of course, doesn't pay. So like, or at this point, uh, so you have to build your own resume of whatever stuff. And I've just built, I've worked like three different customer service jobs. And that was probably the most stressful one at a certain point. I got fired because I had been in meeting mode on our phone panel for, I think, 400 hours the previous month <laughs> like I it stacked up to some point like they knew I was dodging calls because I was just like I need a cigarette and I would just say oh I'm in a meeting right now and just go have a cigarette and then uh, now I have a way better job so it's okay <laughs> you know, it worked out <laughs> uh, so that's that's the worst job that you've had in LA yeah, I had a job that where I got into a car accident that told my car and almost killed me. I would happily do a Groundhog Day of that over and over. <laughs> was that Lyft or Uber? <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a company called Rush Order. It was like a Korean food delivery service company that, oh, like, okay. you would go to these cool little hole-in-the-wall places and then bring them to super rich people downtown. Oh, so kind of like Postmates but like very Postmates specific. For, for, for Korean food, yeah. Okay. Postmates for Korean And my, my brakes failed and I went into an intersection at 8th oh, and Union and a guy hit me. And uh, it hit right behind me. Oh, no. So I could, it could have killed me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, again, happily would go through that over and over again. <laughs> uh, rounding out this interview here, one last question from ConversationStarters.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think the best invention is? <laughs> Whatever one will allow me to kill you. When this <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a gun? Uh, a knife. Yeah. A knife? Oh, my hands. Nice. My, the, ha the best invention. The hands is another hands. question. You've lazy You want bitch. another one? Yeah, give me something besides that. I feel like question. that was the one. Some of these are really bad. Do you follow your heart or your head? Uh, I'm going to go. Your heart says kill Kevin. What is I'm your gonna, head I'm going to go with my dick. That's probably what I yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the, the heart pumps blood yeah. there, too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because Rad kept pointing to his dick, and I'm assuming it's what he wanted me to say and not <laughs> follow him to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> follow me to the bathroom. I'll tell you what, where, where my heart's at. Hey. I, I think that I tend to split it between the two, but I've noticed that either way it ends poorly, so yeah. I just flip a coin at this point. It's like joint custody with two bad parents. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like the big decision's like, moving to Atlanta was done with both mm -hmm. and hopefully that'll work out but in the past it's just been like no I need to ignore this problem because like it'll, I'll fix it later or I should definitely do this thing I think both of them can be crippling in different ways. Like, if you go too much the heart way, you're like, oh, then you're being too impulsive and you're going to get, like, something bad's going to happen. Or if you're too focused on logistics and statistics and things like that, then you're going to miss everything cool because you're going to be focused on Yeah, that. there was definitely a, a, a good period of my life where all relationships, permanent, like, long-term, short-term, whatever, that was all, like— through my heart, which means my heart's fucking stupid. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. my, my brain was like, just ignore all of these giant red flags. Yeah, yeah, no, she's she looks like that girl from that movie you like. <laughs> you should go for it, man. Hundred percent. Well, uh, Justin, you can stick around, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? All right, cool. Because we're gonna continue doing the podcast. <laughs> uh, we've got a friend of the show, Radisson Zahariev, coming up. He's, he said he wants to air some grievances, maybe about other guests on the show that have his name. Maybe we'll along see. those lines, I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll be back with more Bleak and Review with Justin Williams and Radisson. Zaharyev. Of after this. Huh? <laughs> Make sure you oh. sound good. 
There's so many movies I've seen on VHS, like in Bulgaria in the 90s, that had like the shittiest dub of like some late like face off it was all one lady did all the voices oh no i would pay money to yeah, see that this. sounds actually pretty great it's like a book on tape <laughs> and like face like off, they did a pretty she did by. a pretty good job but like a couple times like she'll stumble and they'll just leave it on there <laughs> she's just, just like oh fuck i mean yeah. uh shit hold on one take just gave me a great idea for a service where it's just like a chola explains movies to you like Ooh. i don't know why that popped in my head yeah it's kind of like the greg edwards thug notes thing yeah he does yeah. the gangster versions of a uh, modern or uh, classic literature dude that web series is so good <laughs> gregor climbs his bug ass under the couch <laughs> franz kafka crazy <laughs> so good it's kind of racist uh, that's, that's actually exactly just a pretty good Greg yeah. Edwards impression. Have you read? Have you watched Thug Notes? Yes. No. Today we're going to be talking. All right, I'm not going to do anymore. Okay. I was just getting levels from we have Greg Edwards on. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's fun. That's fun. Bleak and Review. We're back. Kevin Anderson. <laughs> we're back with our with our wacky soundboard here, everybody. I'm Kevin Anderson. This is Matt Brousseau. Hi. We're here with Justin Williams. Hello. He made the fart sound. Uh, and uh, we're here with uh, other friend of the show, uh, Radisson Zahari of Hi Rad. Hi. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's not going well. By oh, the no. end of this episode, we're going to figure out who's getting sued. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, In this room? I say mean? Kevin. I mean, so far, uh, you think you think I'm the one? Well, ideally. Why would I be getting sued? Well, because I don't want him to sue me. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. You just <laughs> deflect yeah. it. Yeah. You sound the richest, that's why. Yeah. I sound the richest. Yeah. I don't know about that. See those glasses? You could, he, he, he could afford glasses half that size. Yeah. I, those joints prescription or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they, these are pre's. These are pre's. I mean, just the fact that he's using that phrase is it all. Yeah. We but, should just mug Kevin. <laughs> you really should. I'll see you guys later. Uh, all we're going to get is a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, well, four. <laughs> four cigarettes. Uh, Rad, do you have some uh, things you want to get off your chest? Yeah. Uh, just for the listeners who yes. may listen to this, I'm not the same Radistin right. Zaharyev that is usually on. Okay? Right. Yeah. Sure. We have a Bulgarian news correspondent, Radistin Zaharyev, uh, oftentimes calling in yeah. from other places. That guy has been going around... And just causing problems for me all the time. Really? Because I'll show up and then people will be like, why don't you have an accent and why are you racist? And I'm like, why that wasn't we- me. <laughs> you pull the shaggy approach. It's the shaggy defense. That wasn't you. But it wasn't me. That's right, the thing. Right, exactly. No one caught me on camera. Nor were you on a sofa with him ever. No, never. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you and Radisson Zaharyev in the same room at the same time. It's true. Yeah. I mean, usually he calls in, too. Yeah, he's only been here once. That was a big surprise for us. I didn't even know he was allowed in this country. So uh, the fact that he's here now must be a problem for you. Like, I, What kind of places is this causing problems? Like Whole Foods? I mean, it's just like people <laughs> will walk up to me and then I like assume that that's me. And I'm like, do you really think... I'll take the time to go and do, like, a hack, offensive Eastern European accent just to, like, yuck it up on a podcast. And then when they say yes, what do you say? Like, Borat already did it. Why would would somebody even go ahead and do that? Like, how uncreative would you have to be? No, that guy's just an asshole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people just assume that's me, and I'm just here to say... um, not you. We're two different people with two different very people. different values. Have you uh, tried to uh, do any legal... You were talking about suing me earlier for no reason. Have you ever tried to take this up in a legal way? Well, I would if um, I found out what... That guy doesn't have like a permanent place of residence. That he is true. It's tough. It's he tough seems to sue to, that. He yeah. seems to bounce around a lot. He's just have uh, to serve someone in multiple countries. Yeah. yeah. He, he, Canada. He's been in 
Korea, I believe. He's in North Korea, actually. It's mm-hmm. real hard yep, to see yep. somebody there. Right. I saw a clip on YouTube where he's in Luxembourg. I, I think he was in Luxembourg wow. at one yeah, point. Yeah, he, he really jumps around a lot, and now he's in America. But he's probably not. Re- he's probably not like he's probably illegally here. I think. Yeah, he got smuggled in from Canada. right? Yes, that's what it was. Going through remembering what happened on my own show. Well, you know, same. <laughs> who put him up his ass? Like, how did he get in? Uh, I don't remember who did put him up his ass. <laughs> now, Justin, you don't have to smuggle everything in an ass. <laughs> Just the good Why? <laughs> well, that's, that's a good follow-up. I don't have an answer for that. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Ola Hov- Horvath. No, no, sir. This is not another man. <laughs> this is a... I know it looks like there's a man on my back, but if he's inside of me, we're the same person. That's true. Uh, Legion rules. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like the two kids in a trench coat, but it's two guys and one of them's being fucked up the ass. By a I'm, body. <laughs> by a whole person. I mean, his people are a slippery people, so... Well, those are your people, There's too. There's that though. racism. I mean, it, it's the same country. We're not the same Is people. Is it just the okay. skin he, grease or the diet? <laughs> like, what? Um, no, it's just the uh, like the lack of morals be- when you get brought up. Oh, okay. They raised uh, amorally, you would say. And this yeah. is Bulgaria you're talking about. That's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I yes. just want to make sure. I also am, uh, I have, I'm from Bulgaria. Right. And my name is Radistin Zaharyev. Right. I'm not the same Radiston Zahari from <laughs> right. You know, there's, a, to... there's a Matt Broussard, there's Matthew Brousseau. There's like seven Kevin Anderson uh-huh. on IMDb. And you're, you know, you're you're the one that's not winning any tennis. I'm the one that's not on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the expanded universe Star Wars novelist. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Uh, and uh, so you, but you know what his deal is because you're both from Bulgaria by by origin. I'm gonna fuck that guy up. If okay. I see him. So you're, Here, no, I'll say no, it right now. Uh, okay. Because I've never seen him face to face. Yeah. But other Radistin Zaharyev, if I ever see you on the street and you're, like, smaller than me, you better watch out. <laughs> so if you happen to be smaller than him on that day, he'll get you. Is that what you're saying? Well, what I'm saying is if that's the case, right. I don't, I'm above fighting. You're okay. above, you're above yeah. fighting people bigger than you. I'm above fighting people that are above yeah, me. Yeah, I solve, <laughs> if he's bigger than me, I solve my problems with words. Okay, got it. Is he, is he like, famous in Bulgaria? It's like when people Google your name in Bulgaria yeah, yeah, on, like, yeah. their hamster wheel-powered computers. Google.dl. <laughs> like, does he come up or do you come up? Um, well, that's the thing. It's very hard to uh, distinguish mm-hmm. when it's just, like, written sources because... Because we have a very same writing style, so it's very hard to tell who wrote what. Right, right. You have similar. You look this kind of the same. You have similar writing style, and you have similar websites or Twitter handles, right? Like it's hard. It's very easy to mistake. We share a Twitter. You share. We share <laughs> wait, a wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This is okay. This is new information. I did not know that you had access to his Twitter. Um, he, no, he has like access that. to mine, okay. and um, I don't know that how to explains. change the password. <laughs> Was it because you guys? Couldn't decide on who got to be Radis and Zahari right. one. No, I think he just guessed my password. Oh, is that because it's password? It's Radiston Zahari. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. That's so, nice though with Zahari if you don't need any special characters because it's already weird as fuck. So he might not have guessed it, he might have just accidentally typed his the his handle into the password. Yeah. Uh, I think he really thought he was logging into his Twitter. He probably has the same password. I mean that's on you, it sounds like. Yeah. Sure. If, if you want a victim blame, go ahead. That's your problem. <laughs> you were asking for it. I suppose so. I mean, you dress like that. Short, sweet like that. Uh, so, so he's been tweeting alongside you. Have you had any problems with? Uh, do you have a like any domain name problems? Like, is he st- like is he squatting on Radisson Zahari? Well, everybody squats in Bulgaria. It's that, kind of well, that is European true. Thing, yeah. Okay, so it's while how he, he used the bathroom. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But is he is he uh, 
sitting by idly while maintaining ownership of RadistonZaharev.com. Has that been a problem for your comedy career? Um, first of all, what career? <laughs> Second, <laughs> this podcast. What Justin says bugs the shit out of me too because Ooh. it's like pretty true. <laughs> the squatting. The squatting. There's the still squatting. like there's still um, in certain places that toilets that are just like it's it's, it's not a just a hole. Sure. It's a hole with like toilet material around it's a fancy that you hole. Can squat on. Yeah. So it's a it's a nice it's a it's a nice hole. It's an advanced it, it hole. Is, it's exactly. Advanced it's hole. a nice hole plus. Hole plus. with like a place to put your feet and I don't know if you've ever shat like that. Oh yeah. It's very stressful because you always assume you're just the shit's going to drop right in your pants. Oh, because you just think because you know your pants are on your, your feet still. So you're like, oh, it's, of course it's going to go there. I'd be more worried yeah. about falling backwards into the hole. I, yeah, believe, I, I believe they have a series of rings above you to hold on to. Like a gymnast? Like a gymnast. And, yeah, a, you just, you, and a live When you're from boy that neck of the woods, you know how to squat. <laughs> what was that? What was that? When you're from that neck of the woods, you know how to squat. You well, know how so. to squat, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you're always posing for photos. Like, oh, that's uh, other Eastern European yeah. tracksuit yeah. places. Right? Is that correct? Jumpsuit? Squatting? That's so racist. But <laughs> <laughs> that was the part? <laughs> well, Kevin, you're Fair. learning. Fair enough. I'm learning. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, you got to get used to it. Otherwise, I mean, the core strength alone. I mean, you shit in the desert, Matt. You know mm-hmm. how it goes. Yeah. That's you, great. you squatted, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought, yeah. You thought you were going to shit in your pants. No, I didn't. I took my pants off. Oh, that's I was right. in the desert, Kevin. Right. You can do whatever you want out there. It's amazing. <laughs> Did you bury it after? Yeah, I dug a hole. I, sh- I shat in it. I-, I took some biodegradable toilet paper, cleaned myself up, then a wet wipe, which I brought back to camp and threw away. That is amazing. And it's the future of shitting. It's the future of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like... That's, you know, how cave- that's how cavemen shit. I thought they used squatty potties. Uh, no, you're thinking of uh, um, the ad campaign for squatty potties, yes. where they say this is how pioneers of the settlement. Even a did. caveman could do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, why, why is that the one thing that we're clinging on to as a great idea from the past? It's like the way we shit. Yeah, shitting like a gymnast. That's the best. <laughs> shitting like a gymnast. I mean, I guess it's better than other things to cling on to from the past because it's just shitting and not just like hating or like right, being afraid right. of the sun or, or whatever. not knowing math. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, if we got to cling on to one thing, like yeah, it's the, the way we shit, you know, it's just when Could, they were making the choice which part of like what thing from the past are we going to keep? It was like the way we shit, or. When a woman has hysteria, you cure that by fingering. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. And so we went yeah. with the shit, and yeah. I think that's a, still you know, works to this day. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, that one affects more people. The shitting is for both 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 sides of the coin. <laughs> oh, you know, I think we nailed this one. All, yeah. all, all I, I get a little track. hysterical when no one fingers me. That's a, well, you? you know. Oh my god, Justin, you should have told me. We just had this long break before this segment. I could have, <laughs> I could have done something. Help a brother out. <laughs> uh, Radisson, is there anything else that uh, you want to air grievances about, Justin Lee? Leaving town, uh, Matt. Uh, I am upset about that, yeah. but you know, for good reasons because I like Matt. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate the fact that he's leaving. <laughs> but um, I want to shit on Hulu. Can I shit on Hulu oh, too? Because yeah, I also, also used to work at Hulu. Hulu with us. Uh, I won't actually. I won't shit on Hulu. I'll just tell you what I did. Um, the streaming service. That they made me work Hulu. on Christmas. Yeah, and because well, they didn't think Bulgarians had Christmas. I mean, that's, that's true. But they made Americans work for Christmas. Too. Yeah, what oh, do you Christmas call too? your winter potato festival or whatever the fuck it is you do? Um, Squatsmas. It's still Christmas. <laughs> we don't do the potato thing. That's the um, that's the Polax. So fucking racist. Well, both of you now. I was gonna say it adjusted, but then you said that. So <laughs> they're called pierogies. That's the word I was looking. Yeah, they're for. called Sheboygans. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. They made us work on Christmas there. You know, uh, it's funny that you said they did believe Vanessa had an employer's make her work like she wanted to take half day for columbus day and her employer said 
Uh, well, your people don't celebrate Columbus Day, right? Ooh. Yeah, that happened. That happened from a person in the, the PGA, I think. She's a... Uh, the, the golfers? Yeah, yeah. she's a golfer. Oh. Oh, she's okay. working for... Um, oh, what's her name? Nope. God, I lost it. Kari Webb. Yeah, that's the one. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt, Eartha. Right, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, they made you work on Christmas, so yeah. that's not cool. You work, too. I, yeah, but, you know, I... And um, this is Jewish. the way I fought the power. Um, because if you remember, nobody's, like... There was barely any calls, and we worked from home. Nobody was calling on Christmas, but and we so, got paid, so eventually, like, I just I'm like in my room by my I'm, I was gonna jerk off. Like yeah. I'm in my room on yeah. my computer in my own house. I'll jerk off if I want to. Yeah, on it's America, job. it's your house. You can jerk off. Yeah, if you want to. It hasn't been a call in like an hour and a half. Of course, as soon as I start, like not as soon as I start, as soon as like it you're getting good. past mm. like the point of no return. Sure, the that, introductions. That's when the phone rings. And so I had to make a choice, and so I answered the phone, and then I put him on hold. Let me look into that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finished oh, no. up. You put them oh. on hold? Weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would always jerk off during phone calls, but not to, like, come or anything. It was just like it felt like a power move. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It was just like, it was like a more powerful version of the phantom jerk. You were actually, it was a, the physical jerk. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what kind of weird edging thing you're talking <laughs> about. I... It was just like a clinical extraction on Christmas. <laughs> and also like a way to fight, you know, an oppressive employer. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. the best way. You're do donating it. to your favorite charity. <laughs> the floor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> just bloop it on the carpet. Looked up my favorite giantess porn website. Yeah. And just went to town. Went to town. I think I think anybody who's ever worked from home has had experience similar to that. Uh, maybe not the way Justin did it, where people were on the phone with it while he was doing it. But fuck those people. Yeah, yeah. most of them. Yeah. Fuck them. I would. You know, I told them earlier. Like uh, there was a day where just for fun, I did it with a prostate massager up in me, just to be like, nothing can bother me right now. <laughs> right. I'm invincible. I did have a list, a notepad list on my computer, and I think we all shared it in our group chat at Hulu of just numbers I wouldn't answer anymore because they were terrible people. <laughs> oh, really? so it like, wasn't just area codes. It was like full. It of... was full on numbers, but I would just search by the the first four like area code and then I would just see if that number came up and I would just uh, that's where all my dodged calls came from the reason I got fired because like oh this list is getting long <laughs> there was a person uh. that everyone else dodged that ended up being my favorite person did you ever talk to Ramona Fish <laughs> um I don't know <laughs> I don't know if we should say full names <laughs> no, no, no 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 we didn't use their, their middle name uh, Johnson uh, Ramon Johnson the fish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Long oh, Johnson the I, fish. I highly doubt this woman is still alive. Yeah, but that sounds about right. She was someone that everyone warned me about, and she had to be my favorite person to talk to because she was always whacked out on pills and just wanted to talk about horror movies for like 30 minutes. Wow. Oh, well, that's fun. That, that's right. Yeah, I wish I got that person. Yeah. I, um, I got a drunk dude that was really mad when he called. And I knew he was drunk because his wife was yelling in the back, like, you're drunk, now's not the time. <laughs> I'm going to fix the Hulu. And, like, this is how I get stuff done. <laughs> he's sitting there yelling at me. And you know you can't really hang up on him. Yeah. You know you weren't supposed to. Yeah, there's a, yeah. And I cared at that point. Um, <laughs> but I was so over it that I just started being shitty back to him. Not, yeah. like, fuck you shitty, but just, like, terse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that kind of made him like me. He's like, oh, I like the grit. I like the grit of this But kid. at some point, he goes, ah, the cat keeps fucking with the cables. And then he goes, yell at my cat, because you won't <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I'm going to put you on speaker. Yell at mittens. But straight up. And then I, there's a pause, because I think he's joking. He's there like, go ahead, yell pause. at him. And, like, he insisted, <gasps> and the calls are being recorded, but I'm just like, I got to. That's like, good customer service. I told yeah. him, sir, I got to level with you. I can't. 
you can't make me yell at your cat over the phone because later I'm never going to respect myself if I do this. <laughs> also, my boss, if that's the one call I picked to review this week, they'd be like, so you screamed at a customer's cat at their drunken bequest? Be- yeah, I stand by my previous yeah. statement. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> we also had that guy, uh, Randai, back-to-back had a guy who said, I just destroyed my computer. <laughs> yeah. He was so mad that Family Guy was buffering, and he threw his computer out the window, apparently. Oh, good fan. Yeah, good fan. Big fan. <laughs> just, Average Family Guy Just, uh, you know, like, you know, when I was a kid, I recognized, like, the anger. You know, sometimes I remember one time I was playing a video game and I was like, it got really frustrated. So I took a Gatorade bottle and I threw it against the wall. Yeah. But if they're half full, they do a lot of damage still. Yeah. So it just went through the wall. And I was like, <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm learning about anger now. Uh, but like throwing an entire computer yeah. out of a window, uh, it's a good power move, I guess. But I mean, it's a it's it's a good power move that'll make I mean he, they don't have it's, he was already, they were calling to complain about like $7 charges a month so it's like you shouldn't have destroyed your one thing that you had right <laughs> yeah the only thing that stopped me from destroying my laptop is the fact that I'd have to pay for another one yeah, yeah. Yeah. otherwise yeah. I'd be destroying every laptop <laughs> well when, when they did the thing in Florida where they, they added a tax to streaming services and so like everyone's bill went up oh, by like a dollar yeah, the number that. of calls we got screaming at us over a dollar yeah it was like uh, $7.99 normally and then it would be like an extra one dude yeah. actually made me sit and listen to him do the math and he said, "Like that's a thirteen percent tax. Florida would never do that." It's like, and I, oh, it's I could, then, I yeah. couldn't help myself. I just said, "Sir, do you really want to sit here and debate what Florida would?" Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen the Florida Project? Probably not, because it hasn't come out yet uh, at that time. <laughs> Florida wouldn't, yeah. I live in a state with no tax. They would never have tax. Because <laughs> we haven't had it. That's, that's why we, we don't have, have a rail system. Let me ask you guys this. What was your favorite demographic of caller that you would get? Mm. Ramona Fish. <laughs> that's a good demographic. <laughs> you know, honestly, and this just is like a life thing for me, um, old black southern women. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got a good five-minute bit out of that. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> ever, ever since I went to college in North Carolina, I'm like, I think I found my type. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they usually wouldn't, uh, they would like be upset and this is actually kind of just like a lot of old women in general, but oftentimes uh, old Southern women a lot of times they would be upset, but not at you, just at the situation. So they'd be like, they'd call you honey and stuff, but also be yelling about their uh, Roku, mm-hmm. which is their Roku box. Uh, a lot of Roku. people called it a Roku or a Hulu box. Some people thought that Roku's mm. were Hulu boxes. Uh, yeah, and it, so it's like you know, and you kind of commiserate with them. Like, yeah, technology is crazy, right? Like everything works perfect for me, but this sucks for you. Uh, let's fix your thing. They wouldn't be like you asshole. Like that's what young like I feel like young white dudes. Were, Not like, even young. That'd be like middle aged. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've never had an old Southern black lady ask to talk to my supervisor. No, <laughs> certainly. No, that's you're because it was two types of black people. I found that called. It was like old Southern black people that usually they call upset and it'd be kind of legit because it's something like they got charged extra or something yeah as soon as you assure them that that's not going to be an issue they're very pleasant and then just like young black dudes that are like hey this anime doesn't work or like the subtitles on this anime doesn't work (laughs) that's true that's why i learned that uh that, that the anime is big in the black community i didn't know that Really? Yeah, I didn't know that until that job. One Punch Man. That's what taught me that. Ah, uh, yes. It's a good show. Yeah, he punches stuff show. once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it takes. That's right, why he's sad. Because <laughs> he, he can only punch once, and he wants to punch more times. That's legit the premise. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like a big anime fan, but like I really enjoyed the shit out of that show. Maybe I should watch it. Well... <laughs> It's too late. We learned a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot. We got to the bottom of a lot of issues. Matt, what's your favorite kind of customer service uh, uh, person? Because you've worked in other areas of customer service. Um, C- what's your what's your wor- the best customer type? 
<laughs> Someone who's not an asshole? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I was doing a phone op uh, for K-Rock. It's a radio station out here in, in L.A. It's their uh, world-famous K-Rock, they say. I'd never heard of it until I came here. <laughs> uh, uh, everyone, everyone. Everyone across the globe knows. In L.A., it was the station that played, like, Chili Peppers and Black Sabbath in the 80s and early 90s. And yeah. then it quickly became pop rock and then played like no doubt and mm. then played like uh uh your 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 fucking um all all kinds of just like festival pop music yeah and so every night we'd get people being like you guys used to play good stuff <laughs> and what then real music they played a lot of fallout boy because the manager is dating the manager of fallout boy and blah blah, blah. A weird symbiotic relationship yeah i can't stand <laughs> fallout boy but but there's this old guy who you don't would like call... the dance dance I don't like that. I don't like how they, uh, I don't like, no, I just don't like them. <laughs> I just don't, just not a fan. What can That's I say? That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but there was this, uh, this older guy, I forget his name, but he would call like every night and we became friends and he would just talk about how he used to work with all these musicians. And he'd just be like, yeah, I'm up here in uh, San Bernardino. I was working with so-and-so the other day. We were making some records. Uh, you know, you ever surfed before? <laughs> <laughs> he called the radio to tell you this? Yeah, he was just, he was just like, we became friends and so he would just call to talk to me. As old people tend to do, yeah. I find. Like, they just need someone to tell a story to for half an hour. That's true. And that, this was like you were like screening calls for the actual radio, like to be able to be on air or was it No, like, people would call in to recommend songs okay. or, or bullshit or if there was a contest. Uh, and then there's all these fucking people don't know how contests work. You know, here's how contests work. Just just call when they tell you to call. You're not going to win. <laughs> That's it. We should do That's one a on, contest. We should do one on this uh, where someone, we tell them the time we're going to record Pacific Standard Time and they call it during the podcast and then we give them nothing because we have nothing to offer. Yeah. <laughs> Rad, sounds... aren't you glad we're sitting here during this business meeting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I'm just brainstorming for a... Uh... Hey, I mean, I'm open to ideas. This is Shark Tank. What do you got? Go, Justin. I'm going to kick you in the chest <laughs> so hard. That's the theme of this episode. This episode might be titled, Kevin Fears for His Life. I think maybe a, a woman's perspective would oh, be Oh, we nice. do that. No, no I mean, I mean like not... a co-host. Oh, uh, you think yeah. we should add a... a the, Eartha Kitt again. Eartha yeah, Eartha oh, she's Kitt. great. I love yeah. Eartha Kitt. She's a great podcaster. She's dead. Well, I still love her. No. They're talking is about she... different Eartha Kitt. I think you're the... Or Julie Newmar. One of the cat women are dead. <laughs> yeah, I just use it as like an old time, like... Because I got tired of saying Betty Grable. So that's why I started saying it for the kids. You must lead a most charmed life when you get tired of saying <laughs> Betty Grable so often. Yeah, must be nice. You have no idea the demons that I have. <laughs> uh, oh, too real? I'm sorry. Let's real, talk bro. about podcasting some yeah, more. Let's yeah, let's talk yeah, about yeah, podcast ideas. Real, uh, Rad, any more gripes? Any more off-your-chest bits? I mean, I'll... Uh, I'll as they upset me, I'll bring them up. But right now, I'm in a pretty like good space. You're in a good oh, headspace. Great. Yeah, great headspace. Well, let's go to random conversation shop at generator.com again. That's not even what it's called. Uh, I had a good one here. Uh, open to the floor. Would you rather be rich and ugly or poor and good looking? I think it's a no-brainer. Rich and ugly. I'm already yeah. poor and good looking. <laughs> <laughs> that answers that. Why That's are you guys fair. laughing? It's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm laughing. Yeah. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah, I'd totally be rich and ugly. Like, yeah, I'm course. already ugly inside. Like, How vain would you have to be to be like, I want my life to suck as long as I look pretty? You yeah, know? when you're rich, like, you just automatically look more attractive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, There's it's, surgeries it's, available to you. No, There's, no, you just have fucking money. That's all you yeah, need. Exactly. You just go to parties where people are like, oh, that's a rich person. Doesn't fuck. They're not. How like, many oh, times are you walking down the street and there's like some insanely hot model with just this obese, pockmarked weirdo covered in jewelry? Well, it's every sitcom. 
favorite Kevin James premise yeah. ever. <laughs> Kevin James is a good looking dude, though. He's, he's, just fat. he's not bad looking. Yeah. He's not bad looking. But uh, his wife on King of Queens, uh, very much not a Kevin James type, I guess. Well, none of his wife. I mean, well, none, it kind of works. Yeah, Some works. Italian broad that gave up on life. Okay. <laughs> is that her character? She so gave she, up on life? Well, that's actually how it was written. It was uh, every every scene that she had dialogue, it's, it, wrote, it said some Italian broad <laughs> gave it up on yeah. life. And then there's always a parenthetical that just says, through a sigh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you be doing if you were not here right now? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Justin? I can't doubt that shit. <laughs> I'd be watching Rad Fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's a boring I'd one. be watching Rad Fuck Matt. Oh, fun. <laughs> Uh, what was the last thing you bought? Twelve pack of beer. Was the last thing that you bought redacted? <laughs> a subway sandwich, and I highly regret it. Yeah, yeah, you get the. Yeah, that's fair. Red. Um, I can't cigarettes. I wish I had like a funny answer, but you don't. Um, there's nothing funny about you. Don't have to lie. No, about I just bought something that contributes to my your eventual death, and I, I appreciate yeah. it. I technically bought beer and cigarettes at the same time. I don't know which one was rung up first, so... And it's one purchase, Kevin. It's one purchase. So beer yeah. and cigarettes. Yeah. What, um, let Matt? me ask Matt a question real quick. Okay. So when you took a shit in the desert, mm-hmm. you said you brought the wet wipe. So like you just had to go holding like a shitty wet wipe? No, I mean, if, you're, if you know how to wipe your ass, I the do. wet wipe is to uh, make sure it's not dry and itchy all day. You know, there's, you're not just wiping shit off anymore. Yeah. That's the point of the dry paper. Or a bidet. Look, right, but, like, oh, if you wipe your ass with it, I don't care. It's, like, what's on it is still a shitty wet wipe. Sure, but it wasn't covered in shit. The shit I was just gone. brought it. I brought it back and put it in a trash bag. Also, he's in a, de- a desert. He wanted to hydrate his asshole. That's fine. Yeah. Get, get a little moist down Thank there. Thank you. Yeah. Ra- I think was ra- it a good shit? <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was one of the greatest shits I've ever taken. I, just, I was wa- looking at the stars the whole time. That was my next random topic that was generated by the... What was, was the best was, shit you ever took? Yeah. <laughs> was it, like, a log or was it, like, a spray? No, it was, just, it was it was everything it needed to be. Okay, fair enough. All the stars aligned. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Justin. I think I think we should take a quick break. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna figure out some more shit talk, and then we're gonna come back. We'll plug some stuff. We'll wish Justin farewell, and uh, maybe we'll uh, sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Oh, That's tomorrow? Nice. Yeah, that one by your place. That's walking distance yeah, from Give me a text, place. I'll come. Yeah, I'll give you a text. I'll do it. This is Bleak Review, just talking about uh, stuff that happened a week ago. <laughs> uh, wait, are we? Oh, we're not back in. Okay, never mind. Well, we That's when Mitch got a body. Mitch got a body? Bobby Schmurda reference. Schmurda? For the listeners. <laughs> Assuming this didn't get cut out. We'll see. We'll see. Well, for the listeners, Bobby Schmurda is a rapper who had a hit song called Hot N Word. And in the song, he kind of details a couple, like, there's a uh, part of a verse that goes, Mitch caught a body about a week ago. Okay. And then, like, New York PD were like, well, let's take a look at what bodies were around a week ago. And, like, let's see oh, if we yeah, can you, Mitch some. You did like, tell me about that. If we can, like, connect Mitch to one of these. And anyway, uh, Bobby Schmurda is doing 
I think six years now for a conspiracy to Shmurda. <laughs> it was premeditated Shmurda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That, Shmurda uh, he wrote. Shmurda he wrote. <laughs> that's the episode title. Yeah, Shmurda <laughs> on the Orient Express. <laughs> uh, Bleak and Review here. We're back. Uh, ripping and rapping. Uh, talking about Shmurda and whatnot. Uh, Justin Williams and Radisson Sahariev are joining us, of course. Uh, we're at plugs, but we're also... Uh, it's a heartfelt things to say to Justin time, right? Oh, it's going to be super uncomfortable. I'll, <laughs> I'll make mine brief. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember exactly when we met, Justin, but uh, I've enjoyed doing comedy with you. I've enjoyed seeing you around at places, uh, even doing that show at the Canby that used to run when I had 20 minutes to a terrifying group of pool players. Uh, always a good time. <laughs> I almost forgot about that show. <laughs> I think a lot of people tried to forget about the Canby. <laughs> one of the sketchiest dive bars I think I've ever performed in. Uh, they, you get a lot of time there, though. It was great. <laughs> that, that was the main reason I said yes, because I knew I was going to give people 20-minute sets. And Hell that yeah. Was a big, it was a really far drive, and I got free drinks, and it was fine. Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly 100% sure when you and I met either, but like you and I became pretty good friends pretty quickly. Yeah, I think you were just one of those guys that I always saw around, and they just kind of like amorphously, we just like... Like, just became friends without, like, like, oh, I remember the night I met Justin Williams. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate your friendship. Of course, buddy. Anybody else got anything? Yeah, I literally, <laughs> I do remember the, the time I met Justin Williams because you were the first person to talk to me in comedy. But, like, <laughs> the day yeah. I tried comedy for the first time at the West Side Comedy Theater in line, we spoke. Oh fuck! That's back when you had to like, or like when we used to do that, you'd wait outside for like three hours. Yeah, to do like a lottery of like a yeah. two-minute set. Yeah. Oof. So we spoke then. I think you also gave me a cigarette, and I started smoking. Because <laughs> I started smoking because a comedian gave me a cigarette randomly uh, yeah. too. Well, the, the cigarette thing is like, especially when you're a new comic. For me, it was just like everybody's hanging out outside. If I'm out there smoking, it won't be weird that I'm out near the comics. Then maybe I can talk to people. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it makes then, sense. Straight up. Are, yeah, that's are. what Five it was. Five years later, I'm going to die. Yeah, <laughs> comedy's like prison. If you have a pack of cigarettes, you can make friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, I, don't, I assume we met at uh, the other door at some point, but I don't remember exactly when. But it's always been great to talk to you. And uh, I've always enjoyed that. I remember hearing about you before you and I had ever met because I would be out talking to you or Vanessa yeah. or Rad, and someone would be like, how do you not know Matt? Like, how you guys you would know? be, like, you're essentially the same person, like, kind of thing. Which always worries me that <laughs> yeah. I'm going to meet the person. Like, is this Couple really what you pussy. think of me? <laughs> <laughs> Couple of pussy. Yeah, I remember, like, I actually made an effort to find you and meet you because I kept hearing how great you are, and I got, I'm let down. I got <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. No, we thought uh, you were Matt Broussard. That was the yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any puns. No, you've, like, always been great, and I'm you know, a big fan of your stuff, too. Thank you, too. And uh, good luck out there in Atlanta. That's going to be great. Thank you. Yeah, if you're a listener in Atlanta, uh, um, by the time this episode drops, Justin will be there. I'll be, be there. there. I'll be uh, there. I will actually will be having a a different name. This is actually the first time I've confirmed this oh, yeah. or out loud said Are we allowed it. to talk about that? I guess we can. Fuck it. Why not? Um, we already shit-talked a big company a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Well, it's just like because I was hesitant because I hate the idea of stage names. Right. But there's a, a really good comedian named Justin Williams who's already on the East Coast and he's been working real hard and doing a great job and I don't want to be an asshole and come in and move in on a spot because Be like, me name. too now. Yeah. So... I'm probably going to be changing my name using my mother's maiden name. I'm going to be Justin Perlman. That sounds good. I like that. That's good. That sounds yeah. uh, that sounds good. People might assume a, a connection to Ron, and they might like you know that might get some clout or Jeff or Jeff. Is a sports writer? Oh, Jeff Perlman. Mm -hmm. We all know him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've always thought about that too because I also uh, like you. We, we Williams Anderson. We've got those kind of last names where eventually we're going to run into somebody with the same name. 
And uh, my thing was always I was going to use my initials. Like, I'll be KB Anderson instead of Kevin Anderson. Which is a completely different type of comedian. Yeah, that, like. that sounds like somebody who you have props or something. opens for Pablo Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like yeah. a Filipino breakdancer. Oh, well, that's <laughs> that. maybe that could be my thing. I don't I feel know. Like KB Anderson is someone that I saw mid-'90s Comedy Center Presents on once and never bothered to look him up. <laughs> yeah. My wife's crazy, you guys. Uh, so good luck with the new name. Uh, do you have you. anything that you want to plug? This will be August 3rd. I mean, uh, are you changing your uh, your social media handles to Perlman? I'm, I'm going to have to learn. This is a thing I'm going to be talking to Vanessa about a lot tomorrow yeah. is, uh, like, how the fuck do I do this? Because I can't even handle social media with my own real name. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely going to be, if it's not already taken, I've already thought of a Twitter and Instagram handle, Perlman Necklace. <laughs> I like that. I was going to laugh and I choked on beer. Pearl Man Necklace. Pearl Man Necklace. <laughs> so it's a, I'm going to start like trying the whole networking thing because the number one, I think, mistake I've made out here is I just never got comfortable with networking. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, out here, it's one of the most, more than doing mics, really, is like knowing people. Going to shows, talking to people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sending uh, like avails and stuff to clubs and like be like, hey, put me on your show. Put me on your show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all, yeah, all the lessons that I learned here, I'm definitely taking back with me. Awesome. Like, well, don't give ca- a drunk girl a ride home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in case you don't uh, change your handle by then, what, where can people find you on the uh, internets? Ironically, uh, on Instagram, I'm the real Justin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't really use Twitter at all anymore, um, so you can just find me there. It's usually where I post stuff. Okay. Uh, Cool. Fair enough. Anything else you want to promote? No. Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. Just be be good to people. Just be good to people. Rad, what about you, buddy? Um, If you want to see my tweets or an (laughs) asshole that's named exactly what I'm named but more foreign. um, Check his joint Twitter. Sorry. Can I finish? (laughs) KB Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally going to sue the shit out of him. Just out of spite. <laughs> anyway, uh, at Radiston Z on the Twitters. Mm. Um, that's all you got to worry about. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, Matt? Nope, Capital City IT. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, that's about it. Uh, go to Townies tomorrow, everybody. August 4th. Uh, it's the Saturday after this comes out. If you listen to it late, it already happened. Uh, it's going to be great. Skip Town Playhouse, Melrose and Heliotrope, Eddie Pepitone is headlining at 8.30 p.m. That's going to be a good show. I'm excited show. about that. KB Anderson, yo, and all the things. Uh, at BleakPod on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, etc. Guys, I think we've all realized that we shouldn't do two episodes back-to-back on the same day. I'm so tired. These things happen. Uh, but thank you so much for being here. This was a lot of fun. Thank uh, you. Everybody else out there, we'll see you next week. Justin Williams, Radisson Zaharyev, tell everybody good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be one good night? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Okay.